to Abraham him. Where are you going, Abraham? I'm leaving out of here. I'm looking for a city. The builder and maker of God. Amen. I'm on that same journey. I just don't have camels, maybe, or a lot tagging along. Heavenly Lord. I'm looking for a city. Amen.
Number 50. Let's sing number 50. In the sweet forever.
Yes, I've heard the comment about what is time. How do you measure time? I know we do by the instrument on the wall and other means and the day and the night and all those kind of things. And that's we're humans. We're on this side of all that. But God dwells outside of those limitations in eternity. I'm going there one day. I'm going to be outside of limitations. Amen. I'm going to know the Lord unhindered. Unlimited, right. not through a glass, darkly. Right. You know, I get a little glimpse every now and then, and it's so wonderful. But then, face to face, yeah. no mask. Sorry, but nothing to hinder, nothing to camouflage, or you know, make you wonder. How's God really? Face to face. Right. Amen. That's how Moses knew him. That's right. And all of his humanity, I'm saying Moses, the man, and all of his stuttering, all of his things that he got, so mad he struck that rock. And all of that, God still, and Moses had this relationship. Right. He said, oh yeah, that was Moses. Yeah, he was a man though. Right. Read in scripture. <laughs> he was. He was a man. He had emotions. He had he had, he was real. And so we can also have a relationship with God that don't have to be distant. <laughs> Part time. I always ask the question. Sorry. Are you on a date with God? Or are you married to him? Oh, there's a vast difference. Yes. Anyone have a prayer request on this side? turn out that way, but I always wonder if I was there, I hope I'd be able to handle it properly. Please pray for them, because I I know they are at least part human, and that would take your mind and just wow. And if you're not anchored on the rock, you'll be destroyed. Morally, emotionally, in a lot of ways. So please, please do pray for our uh, government leaders. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Sure <clears throat> One more. Joseph has been in our house. And last night, he stood at attention as a Marine. And uh, my heart was just broke because the demons and the addictions, he can't sleep without being back in Iraq. And so the devil has a bind there. Yeah, yeah. And he does what he does to forget, but only Jesus can take it away. Yeah. Amen. Remember the gifts of family too, the prayers of the Lord yesterday. All right. Thank you. Remember my mom and my niece. Okay. 
Sister Hayslip, we're missing her. Gary and Darlene. Uh, yeah, Todd's uh, at the uh, prison preaching tonight. All right. And remember, pray for one another in the light of. I've seen churches that went along good for a while. And as time moved and and life moved on, you know, changes come. You cannot stop it. No. There's no reverse to this machine. Pardon me, but it, when those changes come, we need to be somehow by the Lord and loving each other prepared for them. Because when those changes come, some people just can't take it. They're gone. And with them goes their children and grandchildren. Changes will come to Landmark Holiness Church as far as time. I'm saying, you know, we won't always be just like we are right now. So we need to pray for each other that the Lord will embolden us, strengthen us, reinforce us to be bold for Him and strengthen one another and love one another even with all our imperfections. Right. If you're looking for mistakes and imperfections, I will not disappoint you. <laughs> you don't believe it? Ask that lady again. <laughs> I want to be real. I want to not be shady. Right. I don't want to be one of these kind. You know, I've seen some that you thought, ooh, they got it all together. And come to find out, it all fell apart. And their end, their last photograph, that Brother Don Richard said, was like Lot's wife. Yeah. Let's find a place to pray and ask the Lord to help us this evening.
to not only be adopted in, but then to be engaged. Wow. I want to tell you folks, we've got a lot to look forward to. Don't let the discouragements of this life or the disappointments of this life get your eyes off serving God. But instead, let's look more toward Him. Amen. Heaven gets brighter and brighter. This world gets dimmer and dimmer. Amen. And I do appreciate the Lord. As many of you have heard already, uh, revival will start Tuesday night. And I do appreciate all that y'all have done and are doing around the church. It looks so good, so very good. And uh, we appreciate that. And uh, I don't think Bridget's had opportunity to use the new nursery yet, but still thank y'all for working on the new nursery. Amen. Uh, I'm going to come to you here this evening for the Sunday night uh, tithe and offering. And so, uh, Brother Robert, have I come receive this for us? seeing Heather and some of our girls and I do appreciate them coming. Girls, you may not realize it, but we're still praying for y'all. Still praying for you. And uh, and, uh, and so, Sister Peggy, is she any better? She's some better. Some better. Alright, so let's remember uh, this. Um, Brother Don, have a stand and and testify. Man, it's good to be in God's house tonight. It's a lot of other places we could have been, I guess, in this life, in this world. But thankful that my lot was cast with Him. Yes. And uh, He is mine and I am His. And right. I'm forever, uh, by His grace, going to follow Him, going to love Him. And I pray that's our desire too. You know, we have revival coming up here in the, in the next night. And, yes. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things that we uh, hope to see and we anticipate to see, but you know the word revival simply means to bring back from the dead. And if, if we could just uh, uh, we pray for revival, but oftentimes we we don't really know what we're praying for because uh, uh, to pray for revival means that God would raise us from a spiritual yes. state of deadness. I'm not saying we're all spiritually dead uh, this evening by any means. But no doubt, I pray that God would give us life through this revival. I, I pray God would awaken our heart and awaken our souls and awaken us and that we could be have a greater fervency for Him in this life. Right. I tell you, when I, I've said it before, and I'll probably say it again, that uh, regardless of what all we've done in this life, when we stand before Him, the only words that He will that He will say that matter are well done. Well done. If I hear anything else, I'm going to be disappointed, uh, Brother Butler. I want to hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And because of that, we have to find ourselves faithful. We have to find ourselves busy about His business in right. the church, within His body, outside of these walls. And, 
within our own hearts and lives and, and our prayers and our devotions and our commitments and our, our life of, of, of sanctifying ourselves and yes. purifying ourselves for His purpose. So I pray that as we enter into this season of revival, I, I pray God would keep us safe from all sickness. You know, no doubt He, he did it for the nation of Israel and Egypt, and I'm convinced He can do it today. We may not have seen that, but I'm convinced He can do that. We can have faith that God can keep us from all the diseases upon that, that plague this world. So I just pray that through this week that He would stir our hearts and that we would not just be content with a shout or content with a run or content with just a move. All those, those things are great and, and I, I pray they happen, but I, I pray that He would reach down into our hearts and He would stir our hearts for a greater fervency and a, a greater humility and a greater desire that we would see souls one for the kingdom. So may God grant that to us, Brother Butler. Thank the Lord. Amen. All right. Revival. I might add, revival also means to rejuvenate. Yeah. And uh, there's been times Teresa said, oh, you mind going to the back porch and watering such and such a plant out there? Yeah. She said, half dead. Huh? Half dead. And so, uh, uh, definitely, we need reviving. We need reviving. Were you wanting to say something, brothers? All right. You know, I, I was just thinking about the Apostle Paul. He said, I fought a good fight. Yeah. Henceforth is a crown of life yes. laid up for me. I for myself. You know, I did some fighting in my life for this. I'm nothing to even compare it with Apostle Paul or really any of those great men. Right. I have pride. I have yes. Called, I have not run off, you know, with some heresy and said, this is okay. Right, this is right. Okay. If you got somebody else's wife, well, this is all right? No, it's this not all right. right. Yeah, it's never been right from the beginning. Right. Yes. And uh, I'm just, with, a lot of times I feel weak. I feel so little. Uh, but... I'm glad of one thing. I believe that I've got it right. Thank the Lord. My heart continue with Him. You know, the Lord is going to reward people that's faithful. God is people that are faithful. We may never seem like accomplish a whole lot in this life for the Lord, but if we be faithful Faithful. in what He's called us to do, really, there's a premium in being faithful. God is to be dependable. You know, do what He's putting upon your heart. Right. I mean, I, I have lights of preach. I like to play that piano like Sister Sheila. Play that guitar like Brother Robert, but I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> One thing I can do, I can pray and keep myself. Right. And thank God I haven't run off to some here, so you know. Right. Glory. Thank the Lord. Amen. Thank the Lord. All right. Butler. I was thinking a while ago when um, Robert had that song, Blessed Jesus, Hold My Hand. And every time that we sing that song, I think, oh my goodness, I think of Sister Peoples. Oh. And I think of the two times that I have seen the dead raised again, yeah. revived. And I am so thankful that I have witnessed these things. I, I just praise the Lord for all the things that He's allowed me to see in my life. Amen. So I want to give Him thanks. Amen. Amen. 
tissue a little bit know and different ones of you, but a few years ago I had an incurable lung disease. And I went for the um, is it the CAT scan or MRI? And the, the lung specialist, um, when I was begging him, I need another inhaler. I could not breathe. My husband could tell you without lifting my shoulders, grabbing a breath. Some of you remember I'd sit in the back, hold my head down, hold my shoulders up. And then I would breathe as hard as I could and then come up here. Well, I would beg. And the inhaler he gave me was like $500 a month. But it didn't work. Nothing worked. He said, it is incurable. And so um, I remember uh, Brother Gabbard, he said sometimes, you know, the Lord uses him in the gift of healing. Sometimes he don't claim nothing else. And I come up here the first time, Sheila, you remember? I didn't get no healing. I come back to Brother Gabbard, I said, it didn't work. <laughs> he knows me well. And anyway, they laid hands upon me. And you know, I can truthfully tell you that the Holy Ghost of God touched me. And I was healed completely. And I went back and I told them, I want you to order me another CAT scan. He said, Ms. Bullard, do you know how much money that is? I said, I want another one. And I asked them how much. They said, 5000 I said, you check the computer one more time? My husband is witness. I have all the proof. They did the second CAT scan and they said, there's nothing there. Is completely gone. And free. And free. And the cat scan was free. And the love doctor told me, get out of my business. You're not good for my business. And so God is a healer. He's a healer. Hallelujah. Brother Gabriel will tell you that you didn't have nothing to do with it, but faith.
Too many times we want to cross the bridge before we even get to the bridge. That's right. Amen. Trust God. Amen. Trust Him. Amen. Don't get ahead of Him. Uh, and it's easy to get ahead of Him. But we've got to trust Him. Amen. Got to trust Him. Wow. That's what I want to do, folks. I want to trust. Not just right now, but for tonight. Now, my wife and I, we grew up in different neighborhoods. It wasn't unusual for my, my family to come home from maybe going to Savannah. We lived on Tybee Island and come home and I just run up ahead of my parents without the key and go barging right on into the house. You know, doors didn't lock. We didn't, you know. But my wife, she locks doors. Sometimes I go out to my shed and I try to come back in the house. <laughs> the doors are locked. She was raised in several different places, but one of the places was Rust Circle, 205 Rust Circle uh, in Savannah, which was a rough neighborhood. I was there one time when someone just come walking in and we saw, oh, wrong house, we're sorry. Yeah, right. <clears throat> we gotta trust him. Amen. We gotta trust him. Yes. Amen. He is well able yes. to keep that yes. which we have committed yes. unto him. Oh, what all have you committed unto him? You committed your children to Him? You know, when they're young, it's easy to commit them to Him. Because uh, sometimes you feel like you can uh, take care of them right then, one way or the other. Then when they get older, you still got to trust Him. It's not so easy when you can see but we still got to trust Him. Amen. And I do appreciate the Lord. And uh, looking forward to this revival. Amen. We need reviving. Yes. Yes. I, I don't think I finished my thought earlier. I'm good about things like that. Uh, but anyway, go out there and pour some water on that Wilton plant. And you'd think it might take a few days for it to perk back up. Sometimes it does in just a few moments. Yeah. That thing's back up. Yeah. Huh? Well, God, I don't think I'm dead. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm, I need revival. And she does too. That's right. All right. Thank the Lord. We're going to try to get right into the Word here this evening. We, um, as a church and as a, as a country, as a, a movement, if you want to call it that way, we need the Lord. And we need our minds to be uh, centered on Him. There are so many. Did you know that there were church splits back in the 13 and 1400s based on how many angels 
could stand on the head of a needle? There was. Theologians, people who, you know, they thought they could know all that kind of stuff. And they'd split over things like that. Folks, we don't need to figure out what we are different on. What we need to figure out is what we are alike on. And I found that if we will center on Jesus, it will draw all men unto Him. It will draw all of us closer unto Him. And so, uh, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. A little bit of pastoral preaching the last little bit. And uh, it is important for us to uh, be taught some things. Um, um, I'm going to preach a few things here this evening. Well, I'll get to it. Y'all got it? First Corinthians chapter 1? Okay. Please stand. And um, we'll start in verse 9. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it hath been declared unto me of you, uh, my brethren, by them that are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Now this I say, that of you, uh, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I am of Apollos, and I am of Cephas, and I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were ye baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you but uh, Crispus and Gaius. Let's uh, drop down just a little bit. Well, I might as well read that. Uh, verse 15, Lest any should say that I had baptized in my own name. And I baptized also the household of Cephas. Uh, besides, I know not whether I baptize any other. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the, the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. 
For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them that are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find a place to stop. But the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, and not many mighty, and not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God uh, hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty, and the base things of the world and the things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in His presence. That no flesh should glory in His presence. But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness, and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we do thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you preserved your word, that, Lord, each generation is able to learn that which you would have us to learn. Those things written by your men, Lord, inspired by the Holy Ghost, uh, written down according to what you told them to write, Lord. I thank you, O Jesus, that, Lord, through these we can feel your spirit and your unction, and that through these words we can be encouraged and reprimanded, helped, pulled back, whatever's needed, Lord. It's right here in Your Word. Bless us and anoint us here this evening, we pray in Your blessed, holy, righteous, and wonderful name, that name of Jesus, everyone said.